You're listening to the Fortress Church Audio Podcast. We're a church all about loving God and loving people. Today we're going to listen to this past Sunday's message by Pastor Dennis Bunn. So open up your Bibles and tune in. You can turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2. We'll be reading from verses 1 through 13. I would also like to just take a moment to, uh, to give you an update on Mindy, our daughter. Uh, you know, uh, uh, April, April, the last of April, the first of May, uh, we, I, I guess you could use the word celebrated in, in, in some way, uh, celebrated uh, one year. That uh, was one year ago that Mindy was diagnosed with brain cancer. And, of course, we went through uh, several situations there. And then we, we uh, actually had a, our latest MRI on May the 1st, and the MRI on May the 1st showed that the tumor had grown one centimeter, which is substantial growth. It was a three, now it's a four, and uh, so we're moving to a clinical trial. Uh, So this clinical trial that she's on is a phase two clinical trial and uh, believes that it's it's a drug that will attack these low oxygen cancer cells. It's a, it's a chemo uh, added to the chemo that she's already been taking. So she's doing very well on it. She's had two treatments so far, and uh, so far she's doing, she's doing very well. Uh, she's, uh, she's lost her, her right arm and, and right leg. Well, she still has it, I mean, but she hasn't had any use of it. Uh, and she's lost about 50% use of her leg, and she's lost about 50% of use of communication. Uh, she can't communicate very well. And uh, the, the other day we were... We were, we were uh, on the couch, and, and Mindy, she communicates as best she can, you know, and she, was, she, was, she always starts her sentences out. Uh, she's so cute. She'll start her sentences out with it's a, you know, so she was like, you know, it's a, it's a, and she couldn't say the word. And I was like, well, water? No, no, no. It's a, it's a, I went, well, tea? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, your phone? No, 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 no. I said, it's a, it's a, said, you want me to rub your feet? And she said, that'd be nice. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Well, that that triggered something. But uh, <laughs> she's so cute. So where did that come from? You know. So, but she's so cute. She's uh, starting her words with "itza" seems like, and and now she walks around the house uh, saying, uh, "It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas." For some reason, <laughs> she's like, I don't know where that comes from. It just comes out. So, uh, but hey, that's a good thing to remember, right? So uh, she's in good spirits. She's positive. She has a great attitude. Yesterday, uh, our grandkids came down, and that seems to give Mindy a burst of energy when our grandkids come. And the doctor told us anytime she feels like getting out of the house, going and doing something, do it. And so, uh, so she went to Bernie with them to the little fishing hole and spent a little bit of time down there, and, and it, was a, it was a good time. And so, uh, so we're thankful so much for your prayers, uh, thankful uh, so much for your concern. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, God is good. Amen. God is good. Thank you for letting me share that with you. Uh, well, let's read in 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse 1 through 13. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. 
Do we have any good soldiers of Christ Jesus in the house this morning? Amen? Yes, we do. Verse 4, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Verse 8, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying. If we die with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure, we will also reign with Him. If we disown Him, He will disown us. If we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He cannot disown Himself. Father, we thank You for this Word that You have given us. God, You spoke these words, and the Apostle Paul held the pen, And he penned these words down for us this Memorial Weekend of 2017. God, to go into our spirit and encourage us and strengthen us and and help us to realize that we are soldiers in the army of God. We thank you for the freedom that you give us. Freedom from sin, freedom from fear. And we walk in the victory that you have given us in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. Amen. So the Apostle Paul, he often used military illustrations in his letters. When Paul wrote this letter, he was in prison for preaching the gospel, guarded by soldiers on each side, chained to them in most instances, and was facing certain death. All of his associates had left him. Only Luke remained. It was a dark time for Paul. In our text, I love his opening. He says, be strong in Christ and in the grace that he gives. We must be strong in the Lord as soldiers of Jesus Christ, not in our own strength, but strong in the Lord Jesus Christ that he provides for us. Be strong in the Lord. Then he says the second thing to remember. He says, remember what God said. Let's focus on what God said, not what the enemy said. The enemy's a liar. This is truth. This is what we remember. This is what we stand upon. Have you ever been through a dark time in your life? Have you ever been attacked by the enemy? Well, God says in Isaiah 59 and 19 that when the enemy comes in like a flood, The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. This is the standard that we raise up in the face of the enemy. This is the Word of God. This is the truth. And this is our sword. This is our victory. The Word of God tells us that there are many more that are for us than those that are against us. 
no matter what we are going through, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what your bank account says or what your boss says, it does not change what God said. Let's focus upon what God says. Don't doubt in those dark times what God has spoken to you in the light times. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1 and 12, I know in whom I believe. There are some things that I don't know. There are some things that I don't understand. But this one thing I do know. I know in whom I believe. And I know that he's able to keep that, what I have committed to him until that day. Is there anybody here that knows who they believe in? Amen. Do you believe that he's able? Do you believe that he's able? I know in whom I believe. Paul was a good soldier of Jesus Christ, and he encourages you and I to be good soldiers of Jesus Christ, and he gives us several characteristics of a soldier here in these scriptures. The first one, number one, a good soldier endures hard times. 2 Timothy 2 and 3, he said what? Join me in suffering. Join me in suffering. Now, some people will tell you, I've heard them say it. Some people will tell you that this walk with Christ is an is a easy walk. It's a cakewalk. It's easy uh, serving God and surrendering your will and, and believing and trusting in Him. And, and it, it's, it's easy. Uh, listen to me. It's not easy. It's a battle. It is a battle against your soul. The enemy is at war with us, trying to drag us into hell. But it's a spiritual battle. It's spiritual warfare. And it requires us to endure hard times. God says in 16, John 16, verse 33, In this world you will have trouble. But he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. We're overcomers in the name of Jesus. When Jesus left heaven and, and came to earth and took off his heavenly garments and, and put on humanity, he knew. He knew that it wasn't going to be easy. He knew that he would face some hard times. He knew that he would suffer and that he would die for our sins. But he also knew that the Father loved him and that the Father would be with him. Jesus did suffer. He did die. He paid the price for your sin and mine. But then he rose again, amen? And then he said to us in Matthew 28 and 20, he said, surely, surely I am with you always, amen? Our commanding officer, he did not tell us that it was going to be easy, but he did tell us that he would be with us until the end. Well, I just want to tell you that he's still alive, and he's still on the throne, and he's still with us. And there is none like him. He is the all-sufficient all-powerful, all-knowing God. He is our rock and He is our fortress. And He is a very present help in time of need. Amen? A very present help in our time of need. When my dad enlisted in the army, he left his home and took off his farming clothes <laughs> and his cedar-chopping stuff and, <laughs> and put on that soldier's uniform. They didn't tell him to be a soldier 
and the United States Army was going to be easy. But they did tell him that they'd be with him and that they'd be for him. Dad uh, served in the Korean War and was stationed in Germany. And he told me that one night he was sleeping and his commander came and woke him up from his sleep and, and told him to go and post guard and told him where to, where to go post guard at. And he knew that it, it wasn't his post, but he got up and, and posted guard. He said it was a, a full moon that night and the, the snow was about knee deep. He said you could see just as if it was daytime. And he figured why he was there, because he could see the evidence in the snow. But he wasn't sure what happened to the gentleman that posted, was supposed to be posting guard. I asked him, I said, Dad, well, that, that had to be a, 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 a difficult time. And he said, yeah, it was. I said, what would you do? And he said, well, I didn't stand still, that's for sure. I kept moving. <laughs> so you and I, when we leave the things of this world and we enlist in the army of God, when we confess our sins and we receive Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, we, we clothe ourselves in Jesus Christ and we walk a victorious walk, knowing that we are not alone, that God is with us. Amen? And we will endure. We will endure. Number two, a good soldier of Jesus Christ, he avoids worldly entanglements. He avoids worldly entanglement. 2 Timothy 2 and 4. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please, tries to please his commanding officer. I've heard people say that they wanted the Lord to be their co-pilot in life. I, I want the Lord to be my pilot in life, not my co-pilot. <laughs> I'm like Carrie Underwood, Jesus, take the wheel. I don't want it. <laughs> right? Serving the Lord is not, is not part of my life. It's not part of your life. Serving God is all of our life. It's everything to us. A good soldier doesn't leave Jesus in the foyer when he walks out these doors from service today. He takes Jesus with him. He takes Jesus with him onto the job takes Jesus with him into the gym when he goes working out or out to eat, uh, watching TV at home. He takes Jesus with him everywhere. A good soldier is totally committed to pleasing his commanding officer, Jesus Christ. Not pleasing ourselves, but pleasing Jesus. Paul gives two examples here in Scripture. We read them earlier. An athlete, you remember? An athlete competing for the gold. He's committed to obeying the rules. He doesn't get sidetracked on what he thinks it ought to be or the way he thinks it ought to be. He's focused on obeying the rules. And, he, and, he, and he, if he doesn't, he knows that he may lose the prize. A farmer looking for a harvest, he must work hard. He must prepare. get up early in the morning, prepare the soil, plant the seed, and then the farmer sits and waits for the harvest. Just as the athlete remains focused on obedience and committed to the task, as a soldier, we must focus on obedience, obeying and pleasing our Lord Jesus Christ, not getting entangled with the things of this world. Sometimes we'll get too tied down to the world, and, and we'll think that the world, this is our home. This is not our home. Heaven is our home. 
We don't want to get tied up and entangled with the things of this world. It has nothing to offer us. We know that our home is in heaven. And just like the farmer, we must be willing to wait on the Lord, wait on that blessing and know that it's God's timing. It's not our timing. Our commanding officer, he will come through. Jesus didn't get entangled with the things of this world. We read in Matthew 4 how how the enemy tempted him three times. And what standard did Jesus raise up in the face of the enemy? Amen? That is the standard. And that drove the enemy away. We re- and still does today. We read in Matthew 4 and 10, Jesus said, Away from me, Satan. Maybe we need to practice saying that word. Away from me, Satan. Come on, say it with me. Away from me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. And he says there, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Our purpose is to please the Lord and not ourselves. Let's don't get entangled with the things of this world. A good soldier of Christ Jesus, number three, magnifies Jesus Christ. We read that in 2 Timothy 2, 8 and 9. It says, remember Jesus Christ. Raised from the dead, descended from David, this is my gospel for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. To magnify means to make bigger. I mean, you think about it, right? You get a, a magnifying glass. You know, when you, when you reach a certain age in life and, and you need to read the expiration date on the coupons, you pull out the magnifying glass, make it bigger, right? So a few people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we, to magnify means to make bigger. Uh, you know, sometimes we, 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 we make God small but, but in our minds because, because we're magnifying our challenges and, and we're magnifying uh, the, the worldly things and, and, and our situations that we may be going through. And all of a sudden, uh, we're magnifying them because we're, we're talking about them instead of talking about what God said. Instead of talking about what God It's easy to magnify God because He's a great big God. That's not hard to do. Uh, and realize that your problems are small, but God is big. Deuteronomy ten seventeen says, For the Lord your God, He is the God of all the gods. He is Lord of all the lords. He is the great God. He is the mighty God. And He is the awesome God. That's our God. That's our God. Let's magnify God. I love this. I love this. Remember Jesus Christ there in in verse 8. Remember Jesus Christ. It sounds like a war cry. Remember Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, we'll say, remember the Alamo. But, you know, let's, let's remember Jesus Christ, right? Remember Jesus Christ. That's the war cry. He is the captain of our salvation. Remember Jesus Christ. As a good soldier, we purpose to honor Him and to bring glory to Him and not to us. Psalms 34 and 3 says, Glorify the Lord with me. Let's exalt His name together. Can we exalt His name this morning? Hallelujah. We love you, God. Lord, you are the God of all gods. You're the Lord of all, Lord. There's none like you, God. We glorify your name. We thank you for what you've done in our lives. We love you, Lord. We magnify you together, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise his name forever. Now, I've never been a soldier in the United States military. I, I just have so much respect and honor for those that, that have. Thank you again. But I do know this, that they sing their song proudly. They sing their song proudly. We were at a high school football game here recently where, the, where they honored the veterans, and the, the high school uh, band played each service song. And when their song was played, you could certainly tell what branch of service that they served in. <laughs> they were proud of their branch of service, and they sang their song proudly. Amen? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. The way, the, the way that we magnify the Lord is that, is that we sing His song. We, we tell ourselves what He said. We tell other people what He said. We say what the Word of God says. Paul says that he was bound, but God's Word cannot be bound. It says the Word of God grew and multiplied. I pray in the name of Jesus that God's Word would grow and multiply in our lives today in the name of Jesus. Number four, a good soldier thinks of the whole army. Thinks of the whole army. 2 Timothy 2 and 10, Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may too obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. So who is the elect? We are. We are. God's people, chosen by grace and called by His Spirit. We're not drafted. <laughs> we're chosen and we're called. You, you, may, you may remember the, the old commercial where the guy would come on the TV and had the, had the top hat thing on and the, and the coat, and he would say, Uncle Sam wants you. Remember, remember that commercial? Well, Jesus Christ wants you and you and you. Amen. He has chosen you and he's called you to His eternal glory, and He wants you. 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 says, but, but we thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by God, because God chose you. Hallelujah. He chose you to be saved through the work of the Spirit and through faith in Him. And He called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, it's great to know we've been chosen. So Paul, Paul not only suffered for the Lord Jesus Christ, but he also suffered for the sake of the church. So who is the church? We are the church. He suffered for us. The other night, the other Wednesday night, uh, me and, and uh, Commander Dennis O'Reilly and, and Commander Richard Duque were out in the back uh, delivering the Royal Ranger boys as the, as the parents got out and and Lily, uh, Dennis's uh, daughter, Dennis and, and Brandy's daughter, came up, and she was so proud she had said her memory verse in, in Impact Girls. I'm, I'm giving a good plug for Royal Rangers and Impact. You know. <laughs> she came up, and she said, I'm so proud. I said my memory verse. And I, oh, well, let's, let's hear your memory verse. And, and she told it, uh, Matthew 16, 18, that uh, I tell you that, uh, that on this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Is that, was that the minute? Was that, all right, doing it right. So, <laughs> so I asked her, I said, wow, that's, that's awesome. Lily, I said, so, so what is the church? And she 
pondered that for a little while. And she said, well, uh, uh, it's us. And I said, that's right. Lenny. I said, you know, a lot of people, and I pointed at the buildings. I said, a lot of people think this, that's the church, but it, that's not the church. We're, we're the church. She said, yeah. I said, so you, you know what that means now? What that means is that, that God is building us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and not only that, the gates of hell will not prevail against us in the name of Jesus. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Then we took up an offering. And <laughs> we had church out the playground. I love, uh, I love teaching kids, and I love that, that, you know what, they're in the army too. They're fighting a battle just like we are. We need to lift up our kids and, and teach them uh, the Word of God. Amen? So a soldier who thinks only of himself, uh, he's, uh, he's not going to be loyal, and he's not going to be dependable. Here at Fortress Church, we're all about loving God, and we're all about loving people. We need one another. I need you. I need you. And I, and I hope you need me. <laughs> we need one another. President Harry Truman awarded Private Desmond Doss the Medal of Honor in 1945. Private Desmond Doss passed in 2006. Private Doss walked into the bloodiest battle of World War II with nothing to protect himself except his Bible and his faith in God. Doss had enlisted as a medic, and he refused to carry a rifle. The battlefield was named Hacksaw Ridge. Located on top of a 400-foot cliff, was fortified with Japanese machine guns and booby traps. Taking Hacksaw Ridge was key to winning the Battle of Okanagua. The mission was thought to be near impossible. When Doss's battalion was ordered to retreat Hacksaw Ridge, the medic refused to leave his fallen comrades behind. Facing heavy machine gun fire and artillery fire, Doss repeatedly ran into the kill zone, carrying wounded soldier to the edge of the cliff and single-handedly lowering them down to safety. Each time he saved a man's life, Doss prayed out loud, Lord, please help me. Give me one more. By the end of the night, he had rescued an estimated 75 men all night long. Can you and I have a heart to say, Lord, please give me one more. Lord, give me one more person to encourage. Lord, give me one more person to, to, to tell them what your word says. God, give me one more person to get connected with you and, and connected with the body of Christ. Lord, give me one more person that needs a life change. And, and give me one more person that just needs to feel love today. God, just give me one more. One more. We need each other. A good soldier of Jesus Christ, number five, trust his commanding officer. Second Timothy 2, 11 through 13. Paul says, here's a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we'll also live. If we endure, we'll also reign. If we disown, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. This trustworthy saying most theologians believe was part of an early statement of faith recited by the believers. It is faith 
in Jesus Christ that gives us victory. 1 John 5 and 4 says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Our faith in Jesus gives us the victory. We don't need to fear the enemy, for Jesus has already conquered them, and he's made us brave. When my dad told me the story uh, of what happened in the, in the war, I asked him, I said, well, gee, Dad, you know, did you, did you ask the guy, you know, your commander, when he told you to go post guard, did you, did you ask him, you know, like, why do I need to go post guard? It's not my turn. Dad said, no, you don't ask anything. You go and do what they told you to do. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I said, wow. Uh, so you just went. Uh, and he said, yeah. He said, I trusted God, and I trusted my commanding officer. I knew God was with me, and I trusted them to not put me in harm. So I went. He said it was later that morning when the soldier that was supposed to relieve the gentleman that wasn't there that he found out the truth that the soldier was shot and killed by a sniper. He figured it, but he didn't know it until that next morning. We honor that gentleman that paid the supreme sacrifice for our freedom and many, many others. And we also give honor to Jesus for giving his life for our freedom as well. Through our identification with Christ in death, burial, and resurrection, we have won the victory. You see, we see that played out as we are water baptized, as you were water baptized. We see that, that as we, we stand alive, but then we, we die, and we, we are dead to sin, and we, we're ducked into the water uh, as, as, as if we, we had died and buried, but then we rose again, a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen? Uh, old things have passed away. All things have become new. I'm, I'm truly alive now. My spirit man has come to life, and his spirit bears witness with my spirit that I am his son, and I am his daughter, and I am walking in victory in the name of Jesus because I have the power. I have all the power of heaven working inside of me. Amen? Hallelujah. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is exerted inside of us as we walk this victorious walk. So we're not walking for victory. We're walking from victory. We are victorious in Jesus' name. And we will endure in the name of Jesus. We died with Him, so we live with Him. We endure with Him, and we'll reign with Him. Nothing, nothing to fear. But the important thing is, is that we don't disown Him. Because if we disown Him, He disowns us before the Father. And then Paul reminds us that even, even in our doubt, even in our doubt and unbelief, God doesn't change. Now you may say, well, Pastor Dennis, you mean that there's, there's times in your life that you, you have doubt and unbelief? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, you mean to tell me that there's never a time in your life that you have doubt and unbelief? <laughs> you know, we, 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 
we have things come against us and we have an enemy that's out to destroy us and he's constantly pouring doubt and unbelief into our, into our minds and into our life. That's why we need to be armed all the time with the armor of God. But sometimes something just hits us and, and, and we just weren't expecting it and, and all of a sudden the, we, we allow the enemy to, to uh, give us a little bit of doubt and a little bit of unbelief. That's why we need one another. That's why we need to be, stay in prayer and, and reading God's word. So that, so that that doubt and, and unbelief that may come in, it'll just be for a very short time. It won't be days. It'll just be minutes or, or hours. But then we, we strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Amen? And we endure those times. We endure those dark times. But we do need one another. But here's the important thing for us to know. That even when we are faithless, He remains faithful. That's what I want you to take home. Even when we doubt, even when we unbelieve, he's still faithful because he's going to be true to himself. That's just who he is. We don't put our faith in our feelings because that changes. We put our faith in Almighty God because he will not change and he will not fail. A great missionary, James Hudson Taylor, is a missionary to China. He often said, it's not by trying to be faithful but looking to the faithful one that we win the victory. It's not us trying to be faithful, but looking to the faithful one. We're not perfect. He is. We look to him, and we are victors. I close with this poem, I Am a Soldier of God, from an unknown author. It's in your pastor's page if you'd like to to read along with me. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Spirit is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army, and I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am faithful, reliable, capable, and dependable. If my God needs me, I am there. I am a soldier. I'm not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. I am a soldier. I'm not a wimp. I am in place, saluting my king, obeying his orders, praising His name, and building His kingdom. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, or candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I cannot have my feelings hurt bad enough to turn me around. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. When Jesus called me into this army, I had nothing. And if I end up with nothing, I still come out ahead. I will win. My God has and will continue to supply all of my need. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. The devil cannot defeat me. People can't disillusion me. Weather can't weary me. Sickness can't stop me. Battles can't beat me. Money can't buy me. Governments can't silence me. And hell can't handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me 
For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he'll promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching, claiming victory. I will not give up. I'll not turn around. I am a soldier marching, heaven bound. And here I stand. Will you stand with me? Let's stand together this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father, we're just so grateful. So grateful that you chose us, that you called us. And God, we answer, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for listening to this audio podcast. Fortress Church is located in San Antonio, Texas, near Bandera and Prue Road. For more information, check us out at www.fortresschurch.org.